Hey, today I want to talk to you about, um, I have this packet from granola um, cereal that I have. Basically, it's been on, it's an empty packet. It's been on my desk for, I think, months at this point. I've been meaning to record a little episode about the the ingredients on this. It's it's from the brand called Origem, I believe it's pronounced. It's uh, I'm in Portugal, so I believe they're where they're from. Maybe Denmark or it's an organic brand. So you know, if you if you go to the we go to the organic store, and we we're at the stage where there's so much organic quote unquote junk out there that you it's no longer enough to to only buy organic and think you're safe or your kids are safe right so my wife my wife picked this up a while ago i'm not judging or anything i'm not judging or blaming i just think it's an interesting exercise to go over the ingredients of of this with you and just give you my two cents on what i think right uh, so okay, so ingredients forty six forty six point nine percent. This is in Portuguese, so I have to like translate as I go a little bit. Uh, my Portuguese is pretty much non-existent. So flocos de cereais. It's forty. Okay, so forty seven percent oat, wheat, <clears throat> and barley flakes. Okay, so about half. So far, I guess so good. Then, fa. Flowers of cereal, so cereal flowers. So we're talking eighteen point, so nineteen percent is rice flour, spelt flour, and wheat flour. Okay. Sugar, cane sugar, is the next ingredient. Sunflower oil, cocoa flakes, coconut flakes. some bits of berry uh, some blueberry bits not even it's like a tiny percentage not even five percent you know it's less than that glucose syrup rice syrup one percent strawberries 0.8 percent what's it raspberries honey cornstarch barley extract barley malt extract gluten so there's an actual addition of additional gluten okay from wheat salt cornstarch and what wait that's not all uh caramel syrup we have, we're not even finished this is this is an or- organic product allegedly you know aroma natural aroma the vanilla and an antioxidant uh, extract rich in tocopherol, so kind of some type of vitamin E extract. Okay, 300 grams, I think it was like between four and five euros, something like that. So quite expensive, right? Garbage. This is garbage. I will never buy this again. Seriously. This is not good food. I don't care if it's organic. Look, I this it's never really a good time to hear this but we need to 
Stop feeding our children garbage. To me, this is garbage. Even though it has an organic label, this is not good food. Okay, 47%, you have oat, barley, and wheat uh, flakes. Okay, okay. But why must they add 19%? I know it's granola, right? I know it's you just add milk and stuff. It, you don't have to cook it. But it has like 19% rice flour, wheat flour, spelt flour. And then sugar is the third ingredient after the, the, fl the flakes and the flowers. And then after the sugar, it's freaking sunflower oil. You know sunflower oil is poison. It's poison, right? It's just poison that very slowly poisons you, you know what I mean? And look at this. There's 1% uh, strawberries and zero not even 1% uh, raspberries, you know? And there's syrup, glucose syrup, rice syrup, there's honey, a very small amount, of course. But, you know, they're adding cornstarches and uh, other uh, wheat starch, gluten. Like, the, what is, like, I I don't know how, I, look, I know there's a demand for these products. That's why they're, they're coming out with them. And most certainly, this is a better thing to buy for your for your kids breakfast than cornflakes or uh, cocoa puffs cocoa pops all these horrible horrible things that are on the shelves out there and it's organic so much better than buying the the regular stuff but it's not good enough seriously it's this is not good enough for our children like i know it's really normalized now to eat all this garbage and now it's the holiday season so people are eating more out or more takeouts and it's not good enough we cannot do this to our children this this is straight up how would how do i put it gently i suppose it, it's not it's not right you know it's it's really it's we're not doing enough for our children now and i see my family and friends what their kids are eating and it's really i'm not judging them of course again i'm not judging you or anyone I know we're all, I, 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 for one, in my 20s, like, my diet was really bad. And I ate so much garbage. So I, I understand, I understand where a lot of people are coming from. But look, if your child has a condition, especially if you know there's some type of underlying health problems, th this is not good enough. Now, in the next episode i will i will talk a little bit about how to create a versatile inexpensive and healthy breakfast sort of assortment for your child that you can whip up in five ten minutes every day and it's uh, it can be all organic and all that good stuff i'll talk about that in the next episode but i think what i want i really want to imprint <clears throat> in your mind is that it's it's so normalized to eat garbage now. You know, kids are, they're going around with, um, you know, Fantas, Coke, Sprites, high, high, sh you know, sugar foods and eating candy, lollipops. I know it's super common, but that's not, a, that's not what a normal diet is. You know, this, this is very recent in terms of humanity's history. We didn't have access to this garbage. And if you look at the chronic disease rate in the Western world right now, we are 
the sickest generation, the last couple of generations, the sickest. So anyone that tells you we are at the pinnacle of humanity and at the pinnacle of medicine is is either ignorant of of of, of the reality or is trying to pull wool over your eyes. We are nowhere near the pinnacle of of humanity right now. To is it are we are we more wise than our ancestors to be eating garbage stuffed with sugar and pesticides and and glyphosate? You know, it's not it's not normal. And to eat this much grain again, this this uh, I'm just going back to this. So it's forty seven and nine. So let's say forty five and twenty. So sixty five percent of this granola is just grains. This is not a good diet for a child for anybody. You know, like so much grain. It's not good. Especially someone with a health condition or, or any condition of any sort. Even if that's just headaches or depression, like a uh, a condition that's not physical per se, but there's always a physical component. And you know, if you've read my book or if you've been tuning into this podcast a while, in autism, it's not, it's not a condition of the mind. It's a mind-body. Every condition is a mind-body condition the two mind and body are inseparable you understand even if you're just stressed in work that will eventually turn into a physical some type of physical uh issue because like my friend brandon vermeer who whom i've had on my other podcast connecting minds he's a great uh functional practitioner expert on functional medicine and all things physiology, he tells, he has a great sort of saying that thoughts become proteins. So, you know, if you have a, a, a lot of thoughts that cause you stress, that stress is expressed as proteins in the body. So stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline and so on and so forth. And that creates a cascade of events. So no condition is only in the mind or only in the body, right? So. But what we're doing with this type of food that we're giving to our kids, we're causing, you know, <coughs> the sugar is causing hyperactivity. It's causing uh, stress in terms of, so high blood sugar, let's say you eat all this all this grain and sugar and garbage, the, the, the child's blood sugar spikes and then there's an insulin increase from the uh, there's yeah there's a a spike in insulin that the pancreas secretes which is designed to get that sugar out of the bloodstream shuttle it into the cells and there's a corresponding hypoglycemic sort of uh it becomes like a roller coaster because of all the increase in insulin the blood sugar can get too low so now that causes stress hormones to be released like cortisol which stimulates the breakdown of tissue to create glucose to stabilize the blood sugar. That is happening with people on a daily basis that hit themselves super hard with high-carb foods. And 
that's a very stressful thing on the liver, on the uh, the nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system. You know what I mean? Like it's like that's just one part of it. And never mind the fact that all this sugar and uh, high carb stuff uh, that that that's inflammatory. This inflammation can have again physical but also mental effects. And never mind the fact that a lot of kids with that are on the autism spectrum have gut issues and uh, throwing so much uh, grain in their in the in their gut is a recipe for disaster. Now, okay, in this particular granola that I'm talking about, okay, it's it's organic. But if you're talking about just your regular granola with wheat that's been sprayed with glyphosate, that's that's just even like 10 times worse. And I mean, I could go on for hours, li- literally for hours and hours to, to t- tell you, you know, all this. And I see my, my friends and family and I understand my, my, my daughter is not, she's barely over one year old. So it's much easier now because all the food is, we feed her the food basically. Obviously when the kids are older, it's much harder to to control everything that goes into their into their mouth but you know that's there's just certain it's a it's a lifestyle thing it 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 doesn't mean that if if you're if you're right now in a situation where you realize you need to improve your family's diet it's not it's it's okay habit change it's about habit change it's about lifestyle changes so it's not easy per se but it's not impossible and maybe maybe now is a good time we got, we have a couple of weeks until the new year maybe now is a good time to start thinking about okay what new year's resolution am i am i going to start implementing to improve the the whole family's diet it could it could be cooking more meals from scratch or not ordering certain takeaways that you know are just guilty pleasures or dining out less. If you dine out less or you take get less takeout, that money will go towards much healthier food, much higher quality food. And it's about, again, lifestyle changes. It could be getting the kids more involved in meal preparations or under help, help teaching them a little bit of you know cooking cutting things whatever just helping out so creating um t- a more of an atmosphere where it's also a learning experience for the kids not just um, a way to eat better but a way to save money that can be you know shuttled into better things for your family so you know think about it again i'm not judging you and i understand we are, I, can, I can see friends, family, they're so busy with work or whatever other stresses and, 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 and things they have to do. So they don't have time or energy to cook all the time. And I understand that. It's hard. But I'll give you examples. Like my, we just, we're, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing in disguise. But where we live in Portugal with my wife, there's few not that many great restaurants honestly and very there's very few takeaways and most of them are just garbage every pretty much every time we've ordered takeaway we've been 
disappointed. So we just kind of stopped doing it because like, what's the point in paying good money to eat some garbage that you don't even enjoy really and feel horrible after? So we just kind of, we, we cook, we, we cook most meals and then we have some quick and easy things. For example, I'll give you one example. It's not the, the best thing, but we have these, they, they're like, they're basically fish fingers. They're not organic, nothing organic about them. They're breaded fish fingers uh, with you know, pretty shit, you know, breaded things are garbage. But um, the, the good part is that it's from wild caught salmon. So some days when I'm super busy, I don't have time to cook. And my wife is like with the kid and blah, blah, blah. We're like, oh, we have to eat something. We just pop a couple of packets of that into the in, into the oven. And that's that's a quick, easy meal. It's not the best thing, but it's not the worst thing. Like I'd never buy anything that's farmed fish, as you know, if you read my book. Or if you listen to the podcast, I, I'd never buy that. So it's about, I think, what 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 is super important, and it could be like a New Year's resolution type of thing, if 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 you think that's right for you, is, for example, to stop buying certain things. So if you don't bring something into your house, it's much harder to, to eat it. Let's say stop buying chips in packets and stuff like that, or chocolates or whatever, whatever thing you want to eliminate the best thing to do is to not just not bring it into your house that's what i started doing like i had a big problem of i go shopping and i i would not have I, I, I you know i'd be hungry and i'd go shopping and in inevitably i would get something that's not so good it could be just bread or chocolates or <laughs> something tasty there that I know ideally <clears throat> ideally I should I shouldn't really we shouldn't really eat so you know uh, make a list when you go shopping and stick to the list and don't go hungry I I, I you know what I think when my daughter is a bit older I might even have to like not take her to the store with me because I know those bastards in those stores are putting all the colorful, tasty-looking things near the tills. And it's just, re I understand the plight of the parent. Now that I'm a parent, I understand the plight. You know, I wrote my book, Autism Wellbeing Plan. I didn't have kids yet. So I was always, I, I never really gave any advice. I was more related to, you know, using lab testing, to identify, you know, just kind of my practitioner training. So lab testing, identifying imbalances, supplementation, you know, things that most parents actually wouldn't know about. But I never I never really had any too much advice in the book about parenting and like how to deal with like I was talking about diet and improving the diet, but I never like gave any specific too much specific advice of how to deal with uh, the actual Im implementation, how to get your child to eat the foods, because I can see, you know, when when my daughter now, if she wants something, she wants it, and it's it's gonna be she's a toddler now, so it's gonna be a tantrum if she doesn't get it, right? So <laughs> you have to, I'm not saying trick, but for example, if she wants only meat, but she she needs to eat her pumpkin soup or whatever or her sweet potato soup, I would find a <clears throat> a compromise, let's say. 
take a bit of the meat and put it on a spoonful of soup. And then she sees, okay, there I'm getting my meat. And that's a way to get the soup into her as well. So there's ways, there's always ways. But the most important thing is to not buy the garbage. And again, we're setting example for our kids. So if you if you buy quality food and you cook quality food, at, at least at home, you're setting a good example and you're there's there's not really that much availability of garbage like chocolates and chips and all this other poison it's poison look it's poison i uh, you, you have to stop mincing words here this stuff is poison especially if it's not organic there's poison in it it's literally pesticides and herbicides are designed to poison uh, other plants, animals, insects, to kill them so the main crop survives. So there is residues of poison on on produce that was not organically farmed. It's there's no other way to really I, I think I think when you when you kind of don't break it to people in this way, when you gently try to Say, you know, maybe we should think about improving your family's diet and that will be really good. You know, it doesn't seem to motivate people as well as when you tell them, no, look, vegetable oil, sunflower oil is poison. Especially if you heat it and it becomes um, rancid and oxidized. (coughs) Poison, chocolate, you know, sugar. I know sugar is hard. Look, I I have some other advice on on sugar that another I'll, I'll discuss another time. But look again, I I know it's probably bad timing. Maybe early January is a better time to to be talking about these things. But you know, think about think about your daily choices, food choices. I'm not saying I'm not saying you specifically, but I you know you might be doing it really well. But I know there's a lot of folks that they simply do not know what they haven't done the research they don't know what like i know and I write about my book so a lot of people they don't know how bad how bad bad food is f- for you for 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 their kids they just they think <clears throat> the some fries potato fries at a restaurant or whatever or McDonald's, they think, look, it's not, it's not great, but you know, it's, it's just potato fries. No, it's, it's actually, it's bad because that, that oil, just the oil alone, that's like, if you, if you, if you eat foods like that regularly, it's, it's not going to end up well. Like, uh, that, that's why, that, again, if you look at this, just as an example, the USA, we know the standard American diet is pretty awful. And look at the, the cancer, heart disease, stroke. Look at the rates of all these main diseases and Alzheimer's. And, like, I tell you, the most, co- the, the, the most, what am I trying to say? The the common denominator there is horrible diet in in uh, and some type of toxicity, and so nu- nutrient excess, certain nutrient excess, too many carbs or 
oxidized fats, let's say, and nutrient deficiencies. So a lot of folks are deficient in many or, or in some nutrients, right? So the, and this is diet. This is diet and and a toxic environment. But the toxic environment is toxic to to the plants and animals, and they are becoming toxic. So the least we should be doing is uh, consciously choosing organically grown foods that that just minimizes as much as possible that that toxic burden. So um, something to ponder about. And look, I I'm not again. It's not like my diet is perfect. And uh, I have plenty of plenty of improvements, like everybody else, that I want to to implement in my in my family's diet. And uh, of course, now around Christmas, I'm trying I'm trying to just not not be too anal about it. But I have I have this nice book called How to Cook Everything. And Mark Bittman is the author, if you're interested in checking it out. And it just has really good ideas on simple, re- it has simple recipes. So for example, for Christmas, I'm, I'm thinking of making chocolate mousse. I've, I've never really made any desserts, not much of a baker either at all. But I'm going to try and make some chocolate mousse and some baklava, something homemade. So I know the ingredients. Or only I will only get organic eggs and cream and sugar and all that stuff, flour, and I know the I know what what's going in there, and because even if again you saw with organic food, if it's desserts and sweets, it's still gonna be fairly crappy food, and if you make it yourself, there's a lot less. You don't have all these industrial and uh, food related chemicals and starches and whatever thickeners emulsifiers to use so you use just more standard ingredients so that's kind of what i'm trying to figure out how can i make some of the desserts we we can indulge in so they'll be healthier and it will be fun to learn a new skill and again if your kids are older you could do it together you can make ice creams you could make cookies you know oatmeal cookies <clears throat> Which is another thing I want to actually do for snacks for for my uh, girl, because um, we buy these organic bars, and they're just fruit and not bars mostly, and they're okay, but um, if you make it yourself, it, it will most certainly be higher quality food, and you can make a big batch of oatmeal cookies and have a a lot to to last you you know weeks even uh, if you make a big enough batch and you can make make it different flavors, add some dried fruit to one, different dried fruit to another batch and stuff like that. So this is what I'm trying to think of how to make and you learn stuff and when when the kids are older, they can learn and they can see how the process of cooking and you while, while you're doing this, you can of course explain why you're doing it. It's because it's healthier and when they're older, they'll need to cook their own meals. They have responsibility for themselves and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a big one. This is the this is the biggest one. Food, the food, the food that the kids eat. This this is this will make or break a human being, you know. And and okay, like I, I don't want to go that far, but nowadays the food is so toxic. Like this, the food supply is so toxic. Look, I 
in my teen years, uh, like when I was a kid, I was drinking one Coke, Coca-Cola a day. Uh, and then later on, at one point, like between, say, I guess, 15 and 18 or whatever, I was drinking up to a two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola a day, you know. And oh, it's really bad. Like, I ate badly in my 20s. I was not making great choices. But, uh, you know, when I was living with my parents, obviously, I was eating much better. You know, when your mom is cooking for you, it's a, <laughs> it's a whole different story. But when you're out on your own, yeah. So I understand again, and it's, it, but it's different. Like like during when I was a kid, I was eating really well, and that had a really great impact. Had a strong strong microbiota. Pretty much haven't taken antibiotics maybe once or twice in my life, maybe a bit more. I don't can remember, but you know what I mean. Like the, these things are the the formative years of a of a child's life. This is where you can set them up for success, or you know, you can set them up for food sensitivities, a messed up gut and stuff like that. So we have to take responsibility and you just have to understand that the manufacturers of these products could not give a damn about you and your children. They don't care. All they care about is profit. So it's up to you to navigate that minefield that is the 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 stuff in the store. Very few of those products should make it into your cart and into your pantry, into your kitchen. Very, very few. Most of those products you should walk past. And if your child's like, can we have this? Can we have that? If it's one of those products like cornflakes, whatever, no. And you have to be firm and say, no, that's not, you know, that's not good for you. Or I don't know. You 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 think of your own strategy on how to communicate that to your child, but it's it's I cannot emphasize how important that is because no amount of supplements and strategies and uh, homeopathy or whatever will help a condition if if the food and the water are not pristinely clean. So anyway, I'll leave it there. In the next episode, I'll discuss some strategies on, on how to at least take care of breakfast so that, you know, you, you've set up, you set up yourself or your child for the day in a well-fed fed nourished way that's uh inexpensive and healthy so we'll discuss that next time i think i'll leave it there thank you for tuning in if you have not yet checked out my book autism well-being plan how to get your child healthy please check out the link in the show description uh it's on amazon and i also have a couple of courses one of them is free if you buy the book or if you sign up to my mailing list on choosing uh, quality supplements for your child. Let's have a course on the gluten-free, casein-free diet on Udemy. It's only like 10, 15 bucks, whatever Udemy is charging. Check that out if you would like a more visual course, but it's all the information in my book. Highly recommend that you check it out if you haven't yet. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and have a, I'll see you on the next one.